Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Puck frozen up on the wall. Five seconds left, and that's where this one is going to come to an end. All Rangers, Alex Ovechkin scores late, but New York wins it. Now a six-point lead over the Capitals in the Metro with two in hand. They win it 4-1. to one. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Not enough offense in a loss to the Rangers. Ovechkin inching closer to third all-time and the Flyers hosting Washington tomorrow at Wells Fargo Center. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday, February 25th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. The Capitals came out of a week-long break last night, falling to the New York Rangers 4-1 to at Madison Square Garden, a game that the Caps managed to outshoot the Rangers 37-21. But, Ben, it's about quality chances. It's about second chances, especially when you're facing one of the best goalies in the league last night in Igor Shesterkin, and not nearly enough of either one of those things in a 4-1 loss. Yeah, and it's about momentum. It's about trying to build momentum and have some sustained pressure and take advantage of the opportunities against, you know, they might be limited against a goaltender like Shesterkin, but on a night like last night, John, you look at the final score, 4-1, it might get lost in the shuffle when this was still a one-goal game in the second period. Capitals had a couple of power play opportunities. They didn't generate very much with the man advantage. They had two instances, one at the start of the second, one at the start of the third. Fresh sheet of ice right out of the intermission where he had a power play chance. They couldn't take advantage of those. An offer on the power play when you're playing against a goaltender like Igor Shesterkin, a sound defensive team like the New York Rangers, you got to take advantage of your power play chances. Not only did they not score on any of them, John, I didn't think they generated much in terms of any momentum that they could then carry over in addition to the issues that they had at even strength. So some missed opportunities and really you need to be better, especially against a goaltender like Shesterkin. Yeah, I agree with all of that. So let's break it down and let's start by getting this out of the way. The hyped Tom Wilson returned to MSG after the way things finished up at the end of last season. A total nothing burger last night. Peter Laviolette said that before the game that it wasn't going to happen. Gerard Gallant said the same thing. They were both right. And Ryan Reeves just went out there and played hockey. And Wilson did too. And Ben ESPN was trying to sell this as a knife fight, but it never really came to that and Reeves and just playing his game, he ends up getting an assist. He played physical. And thinking back to last year where the Rangers didn't have, now they have it with Reeves. And now that you've got a team that has kind of grown up a little bit, they're not perfect. They're not as deep as the Capitals in a lot of areas, I don't think. But they're deeper than goal, and they've got the physical side now. And I thought the Reeves thing ended up being a positive for them last night, certainly not a negative. Yeah, he had a big impact on the game. You know, he finished with a game-high six hits, and, you know, it was a goal that ultimately made it 4 nothing. But that fourth line for the Rangers of Reeves, Barclay Goudreau, the other big offseason acquisition to add a little snarl lower down the depth chart with Snarl and Kevin Rooney and Reeves. That fourth line for the Rangers, John, really the dagger. It was 3 nothing already, but Capitals had the top line for an offensive zone faceoff, and the Rangers won the draw. And Reeves won a puck battle against Ovechkin, and they went the other way in transition. The Rangers did to make it 4 nothing. 
But Reeves uh, on that play, he got it started and, uh, you know, won. They, they won on the scoreboard. They won where it mattered. But you're right. I think ultimately uh, looking ahead, you know, they didn't get Ryan Reeves just because of Tom Wilson. They wanted an identity. They wanted to change the identity a little bit, maybe fill out the lineup with some snarl, with some toughness that maybe has been lacking in past years with the Rangers. And last night, an example, the top line for the Rangers played very well. And lower down the depth chart, they got their contributions as well. So goaltending, Ilya Samsonov's night. I don't really fault him, Ben, for the last three goals. I know the stat line doesn't look very good when you give up four on 21. I did not like the first goal that he gave up. I think he needed to stop that. But to Ken's point on the broadcast last night, even if you don't fault him for the last three, you do need your goalie at times. And you have said this on this show all season, so credit to you for this. You do need your goalie to elevate and make a big save. I don't feel that they got that from Ilya Samsonov last night. Capitals are going to practice today in Philadelphia. I don't know if the status of Vitek Vanacek is going to change before the game tomorrow at 1230. Is Phoenix Copley going to be the backup again? We'll know later on today. But after an up and down eight starts in a row for Ilya Samsonov, where do we go from here? It's up and down. That's a, that's a good way to describe it. And regarding last night, especially with Shesterkin at the other end, I, I referenced this on the postgame show last night. The way Shesterkin played last night for the Rangers, well, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but it reminded me during the game, especially when it was a one-goal game for much of the second period, it reminded me of those playoff series where you'd have Holpe versus Lundqvist. And you knew every game was going to be like a 2-1 final, a 3-2 game. You needed your goaltender to be able to, to match what was at the other end of the ice. You needed your goaltender to be nearly flawless. And last night, you're right, the first goal he'd probably like to have back. The others, some defensive breakdowns in front of him. You got to bail out your teammates. You got to serve as their eraser, just as Igor Shosturkin did for the Rangers last night. On a night like that, you need your goaltender to be up to the to the task, to be able to match that. Samsonov wasn't last night, so where do they go from here? Philadelphia coming up on Saturday. Samsonov's history for what that's worth. He's 6-0 lifetime against the Flyers with that win last Thursday. But maybe if Vanacek, if Vanacek's healthy, you're going to get him back in at some point here, whether it's uh, as soon as tomorrow in Philly or coming up uh, maybe next week. But I think you're looking for a spot now to get Vanacek back in there. And maybe a matinee in Philadelphia against a struggling Flyers bunch is maybe a, a little bit of a softer landing to get his feet wet. I do want to talk a little bit about Shesterkin. This is now the fifth time that we have seen him in his career against Washington. He has only lost once. I thought last night was the best that we've seen him. And I thought that we got a really good taste of what we have been hearing about him, that maybe that Rangers team in front of him, while good, while improved, while I certainly think a playoff team, their record in large part is where it is because of their goalie, not so much the guys in front of him. He has been able to be lights out good, a save percentage at almost 94%. I thought he was the difference last night, and I think the Rangers have found their goalie, Ben, for the long term. The heir apparent to Henrik Lundqvist has been found, and his name is Igor Shesterkin. We're going to see this kid for a long time to come. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it took him a while and not even necessarily a kid. The experience in the NHL is limited, but 26 years of age, a fourth round pick going back to 2014. So he certainly waited for this opportunity, having played behind Georgiev and Henrik Lundqvist for many years as well. So good on him. And yeah, he's good. And if there's a knock on the Rangers, you know, the, the national pundits are suggesting maybe they're leaning on Shesterkin 
a little bit too much relying on him to steal them some games, but the numbers speak for themselves. You know, real quick, John, their last six games, the Rangers, they're 5-0-1 here in the month of February. Goals against per game, 2-2-1-2-1-1. Two, two, That's hard to beat. That's pretty good from Shesterkin and the New York Rangers collectively. Helps explain why they continue their climb, their ascend up the Metropolitan Division. Goaltending wins your playoff series. They're well positioned for that. Yeah, and the Rangers starting to get out of reach a little bit for the Capitals. Six points the Rangers are this morning up on Washington, and the Rangers still with a couple of games in hand. All right, Ben, so this is my little soliloquy to finish here and comment on any or all of this as you like, but these are things that I would like to see from the local hockey team, and really all of these things need to start happening because while they have not been awful since December 1, they also have not been good enough consistently enough. Yeah, goaltending. We've talked about that seemingly every day on this show. That's a given. But they've got to start games with more zing. They need more 60-minute efforts. I'm not saying they haven't had any lately. They were really good in Nashville. I know that. But they've got to string some of those together. That was happening every night of the season, the first two months of this year. That's why they have the standings equity that they've got right now. They earned it. They were one of the best teams in the NHL through October and November. But for nearly three months now, some numbers to chew on this morning. It's been stagnant, and it hasn't been good enough. 8-10-2. That's Washington's record since January 1st. They were 14-3-5. Think back to the last game of November. They were playing the Florida Panthers in sunrise. Through two periods, they had the game in hand. And then the roof caved in. They got outshot 27 to two. They end up losing in regulation. They got nothing in November came to a close. Now, Ben, you could say that in one game out of 82, all right, you shrug it off and you move on to the next one. But I firmly believe the Capitals, that was a pivot point and they haven't moved on from that. And they need to in these last two months because where they are right now, they've won 14 out of 30 games since that game. That's December, that's January, that is nearly all of February. 14 wins out of 30 isn't a Stanley Cup contender. That's a team that should miss the playoffs if that's what you were doing from the beginning of the year. The fact that they haven't been able to win consistently, the fact that that game seemed to do some mental damage because they haven't been the same team since. What I need to see, Ben, is better starts for sure. First 10 minutes. I want to see first periods that have 13, 14, 15 shots, not wading into it, better opportunities. First goals are nice. Yes, they have gotten some of those, but they need that consistently, and then they need to build upon it, and they've got to do that in the last two months. You've got a brutal schedule coming up here with what you're going to go out west, and you got to see Calgary and now Vancouver and Edmonton, and you get Carolina and Toronto next week. If you wade into those games, it could be ugly. And I feel like they have it in them. I feel like they have the depth. I feel like they're getting healthy. I feel like most of their guys are back. It was great to see Yoshi come back. I say now is the time. Everybody has rough patches along the way. It's time for that to be over. It's got to end now as you get into March. All right. And I'm not in the whole time for our listeners. I'm not in the whole time you're saying that. And and I agree with you. This is more than a midseason lull. 30 games out of 53 total in the season. That's more than half of your sample size right now, the time period that you're covering. So this is certainly more than a midseason lull. They've had midseason lulls in seasons past. This sample size is far greater. Real quick, just to follow up on that, to me, the two biggest issues for this team, yes, the goaltending 
And as well, that power play that continues to be an issue so uncharacteristic of this bunch, but that's been going on all year and would like to see the same thing as you, same thing, just the momentum, the consistency, being able to carry one shift to the next. And last night against the New York Rangers, an example where that was uh, that was lacking. They had the, the opportunities, they had shot volume, but there wasn't much as far as, you know, physicality, being engaged, one line to the next. You look down the depth chart, maybe a number of nights, there's been too many passengers as far as the Capitals are concerned. So looking for kind of the, the Barry Trotz cliche, trying to get everyone pulling on the rope. We haven't seen that for, for some time. You're right. We did see it at the start of the year. There was a spark, I think, with a lot of guys, a lot of young players coming up from AHL Hershey who were making an impact, and maybe that had a trickle-down effect, some youthful exuberance. But uh, this sample size now, as you noted, 30 games, that's that's a large chunk of the season right there. Here's hoping they turn it around, first with Philly tomorrow, and then some tough sledding next week. Two of the conference's best in Toronto and Carolina both coming to town. Yeah, it's going to be a lot. Time for the veterans to do their thing, every confidence that they can, and hopefully they're able to do that. Caps and Philadelphia Flyers tomorrow afternoon at 12.30 from Wells Fargo Center Network Air on 106.7 The Fan. Caps Radio 24-7 will be at 12.15. Ben, have yourself a great weekend, will you? Happy weekend, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.